0: Block Talk Radio.
1: Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, this is The Bright Side with Technicia.
2: A daily broadcast on real-life issues that will keep you motivated.
1: And now, here's your host, Technicia.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. Today is August the 16th, 2014, and I'm your host, Technicia, and welcome to all to the bright side with Technicia. You know, yesterday was a blissful day for me, and today is too, but I got this young lady. I would say she was about probably 11 years of age, and she left me this note at work, and and it says, so don't let anyone tell you that you're not loved, And don't let anyone tell you that you're not enough. There are days when we all feel like we're messed up. But the truth is that we're all diamonds in the rough. Don't be ashamed to wear your crown. You're a king and queen inside and out. And I just thought that was so beautiful and touching in so many ways. And, And that just really touched my heart. But, um... Just moving on, you know, we got a lot going on in in the news with this Michael Brown case, and I hope that justice is served for that. And it don't don't give any rights to just go burn up stuff, but what people have to understand is from history that we as black people, we express ourselves differently. We want to be heard, so we figure if we go burn something down, then we could be heard. People just have to do a lot of history and research on this. It doesn't give them rights, but this is the way that we have to express ourselves. And I just hope justice comes about. I'm tired of losing our black males out here in society, and all the cops do is just give excuses. Oh, it's just right. No, it's not right. No, it's not right at all for you to go and do that. The boy was unarmed, and you had no rights to go and shoot him down like he was a dog in the street. We already had a situation with Trayvon Martin. How many more are we going to keep losing? We need to come together. No matter what color race that you are, we all need to come together for justice because this is just getting ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're doing it. They're building the jailhouses every day. They're putting our black guys in there, so we just have to come to a stand. We have to look out for our black females as as well. There There has to be a limitation to all this. I'm just tired. And, you know, I was listening to Ricky Smiley. He was mentioning that, you know, we might need to just stop giving our money to the businesses. But I'm a server, so what shall I do? If you stop coming in, I have children to feed. But I know one thing that we could stop doing, stop going after the Nike companies, which is pagan. Stop buying the Jordan. Stop giving our money to them type of businesses. Um, but I don't know about, like, the stores and stuff, because I have friends whose sons just started work with jobs like Wayfield. We don't want to do that, then he'll be out of a job, you know? So it's got to be a better solution to this. I just hope well, it's going to all come to end, because like I always say, you got to answer to somebody, and that's our Lord God. But moving on to a happier story, um, I just, wanna, I just had to get that out and express that. But on with me today is a guest. He's a bad boy of the dating game. He's nationally known as the relationship coach, and he's already the author of several books, including The Magnificent Ten, Crucial Dating Tips for a Man, It's Your Fault You're Single, Tips on Finding Mr. Right, and his critically acclaimed book, How to Have Sex with Two Women a Day. His name is Mr. Lucario. We're going to put him on the line. Do call in at 347-426-3751. The chat box will be open for you as well. Please let's keep our comments to a minimum. I do not want another cat fight like I had on my last
1: show. Lucario, <laughs> how are you doing today? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show.
2: Oh, you're welcome. You know, I had to get out my little – I had to bend a little bit because, you know, I just get so tired of – the fact that we're losing so many of our black young males out here, and nobody's making a stand. They're coming up with excuses. Oh, this was this way. And they're getting away with it. And, of course, we know the KKK is coming back. They've been here already. They've been in your blue collar. Right. They're your just power. They're your scanner energy. They're working already behind you. Someone working around you right now don't even like you. But mm-hmm. they have to. They just they go along with it. They don't like it, but they do it. So, you know, right, I
0: right.
2: Hope, I just hope justice come about. I'm just really getting tired of it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's crazy out here. You know, it's crazy out here. Like too many, too many black men getting killed. It's like you know, and and now they even you know they they're trying to basically um, with the Mike Brown case, they're trying to like show video of him where he I guess robbed some store as justification to, to right. for the, what happened. And that's that's no justification. Even if he did steal or rob, it doesn't even really. Matter because in the situation, you know the cop just shot him and just just because you know what I'm saying it had nothing to do with anything else you see what i mean so it's it's kind of like they they try to justify shooting us for whatever, but do you have all these you know white boys who are shooting up movie theaters and they don't they don't- you know shoot them down, they just arrest them and you know make you know that's it's crazy you know what i mean so it's it's insane it's what's going on.
2: You got that right. What's the guy name who went to the movie theater? They didn't shoot him down. No, they arrested right. him. They didn't, right. But you, this boy who's unarmed, you gonna shoot him? And
0: right. Straight
2: I mean, and then the other young black male who got shot at the gas station. Oh, I feel he was a threat. Well, if he was a threat, why would you walk up to the car? Nobody walk up to a car that you feel like it's a threat to you. So, right. I'm exactly. Getting out of this too. Right. And oh, and what about? And what about the KKK? You're not stopping them from protesting, but, oh, you want to get out there that store and throw tear gas at, at ours. So I'm just saying we got to start making the same people. Let's come together. We are the only race that does not stick together. And black people, and you know why? Because we're so worried about what the next man's trying to get. Are you doing better than I am? Forget that. We better start sticking together, honey, and come, and. And build a revolution there, because it's going down. I'm saying it's going to come to an end. We better start sticking together. You better. I'm, I'm sorry to say I love I love Muslim. I love everyone, but we better make a stand as one. We're the only ones. I, and I know it's kind of confusing, because half of us don't even know where we're from. We, we don't even know we're really truly black, because we were separated during slavery, but... You know, not trying to get all deep up into it. I'm just saying we better come together, do our history, and make a stand. That's all I got to say for that. But we're going to put that to the side, and we're going to let Mr. Lucario um, come on and tell us a little bit more about himself. Like, Mr. Lucario, let's talk about your background, how it led you up to become really a dating coach.
1: Yeah, so um, basically, I, you know, I before I was um, being a dating coach, um i was a actor and also a rap artist and stuff so I would, you know i would do like um couple of mixtapes here and there and i did a couple of like independent films and you know reality shows and stuff like that but you know i was like you know i, I wanted something that was more consistent um that i can actually make a living off of and you know i used to be a, a serial dater meaning i would date around all the time and you know i was actually helping my friends um you know get girls and talk to talk to women so one of my friends was like hey you should do this as like your job or your profession like you know help help guys out, so, so what I did was at first I just started doing a lot of YouTube videos and writing a lot of you know articles online and, and blogs and stuff, and then it it kind of just like snowballed from there, and then I started getting um you know women asking me questions, and then I started coaching women and doing a lot of research so you know from that i, I you know I wrote some books and um you know I started writing articles for different websites and so it kind of just like came through. Something naturally like I kind of just tapped into you know what I what I like to do naturally, and then wanted to help other people who needed that same type of help and help them you know find what they want in their dating lives and in love lives and stuff like that. So you know it's, it's been fun. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. You know I've been doing this for almost like seven years now, and um, you know I, I meet a lot of good people doing it too. Well, you know
2: I was shocked though, but I feel I feel like you just straightforward especially when you read the titles of your book, how to have right. sex with Two a day. I mean, I know that had, I know there has to be a seller off the shelf right now because every man probably wants that. And some men can't even get to know that. You know, it's, it's really hard for some guys out here, especially the nerdy kind who probably never had sex before, don't even know how to go about approaching a woman right. at all. So I know that had to go big time for for you. But let's get into it more. What actually made you even think about writing a book on how to have sex with two
1: women a day? Yeah, well, basically the thing is that, you know, there's not a lot of books out there, uh, you know, about dating or sex and relationships for men. Like there's a couple, but a lot of times, you know, guys, they, you know, we we have a very – Big sexual like appetite, but it's like it's kind of like guys are ashamed into you know feeling like it's it's something wrong for wanting to have sex with a lot of women and to you know date around and do all this other stuff. So I was like, you know, w- whatever I do, I like to be honest about it and I like to be real about it. So what I did was I came out with um, a couple of articles and stuff, and then I had I, I emailed my email list and I was like, hey, what do you guys want me to write about? And most of the guys were like, you know, I want to learn how to have more sex with more women. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, you know, I've already done that. I've experienced it. So I basically put it in this book to teach guys how to get more girls, how to get more dates, how to get more sex. So, you know, something, just something, something basically that they can follow to make it easier for them, you know, because there's a lot of guys that have, you know, a hard time going out there and approaching girls and talking to girls and keeping girls interested and having sex with girls. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put something out there that guys really want because all these guys are asking for it, but there was really not that many things out there for them to like, you know, read about it and learn about it. So that's
2: why I put that out. Right. But that seems kind of, it's awkward, though, because I guess most people do have to go to a dating coach, and that's what it's coming to now to really just get an expert. But it's so many advisors out there. Like, what makes you different from all of them?
1: Um, I, the, thing, the thing that I think makes me different is that I, I, I do it in a more realistic perspective because wow. in, in in this kind of, it kind of it's kind of good, but then it kind of hurts me in a way because it's good because there's not that many things out there about dating and relationships that's real and raw and to the point, you know. Because a lot of times people 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 live in a certain way where in society where people are trying to put up put up a certain front, they're trying to be a certain way in front of people, but what's really going on in their minds or the way that they're really thinking or acting is a different way. So I kind of try to I try to separate the fake from the real. So, like, the fake is someone, you know, somebody might be smiling in your face and saying hi to you, but what they're really thinking is like, oh, I don't really like this person. So I kind of let people know what the game is and understand like what's really going to go on when you go out on a date, what's really going to go on when you're meeting a a woman or a man or whatever, like what's behind the wall or the mask that they're putting up, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that's what makes me different than a lot of other dating coaches, and a lot of other dating coaches are just concerned with kind of like making you feel good or saying things you want to hear, but I'll say what you need, I'll say what you need to hear, and sometimes what you need to hear might not make you feel good at the moment, because you're like, damn, I didn't really know what like this. I don't really know I have to put in this much work to really get what I want, so it's like I, I try to take it down to its rarest form and really get you the results you need, you know what I'm saying? So It's like that's where it kind of I think separates me from a lot of other people out there.
2: Right, because you just get right on into. It. I'm going to be realistic with you. I'm mm-hmm. going to get this thing or you not, but is it really possible just to transform a guy who may have just been at that nerd status you know, how mm-hmm. probably just from it all, just to make him. All of a sudden, now he gets to get the lady.
1: Right. Well, the thing with the thing with that is, is that a lot of it is is really coming from their mental state. Because even when a, a person says that they're a nerd, what they do is is that they subconsciously take on what a nerd means. So by you saying you're a nerd, you're automatically telling yourself that you should be the type of guy that's not good with women. So I always tell guys who look at themselves as nerds to not look at themselves as a nerd. Because as soon as you look at yourself as whatever you look at yourself as, then you're going to carry out whatever that type of person or archetype is supposed to be. So I kind of get them in the mindset of saying, you know, you have to look at yourself as a guy who can get women, a guy who's good with ladies, a guy who's confident, and to keep that in your mind when you're trying to learn the game, so then that's going to propel you forward to actually getting women because if you still keep thinking that you're a nerd, then you're going to only get nerd results. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of the things that I teach is also about, like, your mind frame and how, you know, to to build your confidence in order to get what you want.
2: So what is it that you actually do with these guys first? What's the steps that you take them through?
1: Right. So, for example, um, you know, with with, um, some of my clients... Um, A lot of them will have, like, um, anxiety when it comes to approaching women. They're scared to talk to women. They're scared to get rejected and stuff like that. So basically what I do is I kind of do, like, a a really easy, like, step-by-step thing to get them, like, uh, used to the fact of talking to women. So, for example, I had a guy who was just afraid to talk to girls and, you know, because he was scared to get rejected. So, you know, what I did was I did an exercise with him where we would go out and talk to girls and just I would tell him to just go up to women and ask for directions and that's it, just to get them used to talking to a woman. You know what I mean? So just to get them out that mind frame of saying, oh, my God, I'm scared to talk to a girl because if you ask for directions, she's not going to really reject you because you're just asking for directions. So then through that, I, you know, I take it a step further. I'm saying, okay, next girl, you're going to ask for directions. Then you're going to comment on something she's wearing, and then you just keep going on and on until the guy gets used to being in the situation of communicating with a woman. So it's kind of like getting them, you know, out of their head and into the actual action of doing it. And then that usually helps, at, you know, once they keep doing that over time and practicing and stuff like that.
2: Okay. All right. That sounds pretty good, though. almost a great transformation, though. I would love to All put right. like that at. But like I always sure. call most of my guys who are relationship advisors, like I always call you another hitch. But that's what I think of when I'm looking at Will Smith's movie. Oh, yeah. you taking the impossible, making it possible now. And really, it's not really impossible. It's just that you're making them more uh, comfortable.
0: Right, right, right.
2: Because that's what a lot of times it takes. It's hard walking up to somebody who's very attractive and you really, really like them and you don't know how to go about it. But what are some requirements a man must do just to have sex with a woman?
1: Are you said one of the. You said one of the requirements.
2: Yeah, like, are there any requirements that a man got to have just to have sex with a woman? To, in your opinion.
1: Um. Not really He just needs to You know Be a man <laughs> He needs to be a man And have a penis And and and, and, be, and not be afraid To talk to women Like that's It's really that simple A lot of this stuff Is, is It's really not that difficult You know the, the People try to make it More difficult than it is And they you know A lot of people Get discouraged Because they don't Understand that You know it, It's something that Has to be A continuous thing That's implemented In your life Like it has to be Something that you're About as a man So it becomes part of, you know, who you are. It's kind of like, you know, a guy, like if a guy is talking to his friend, you know, for example, a guy will just have a conversation with his friend. And But when I say, okay, let's go talk to some girls, they're scared, and they're like, well, I don't know what to say. And I'm like, well, when you're talking to your friend, you're not thinking about not knowing what to say. You're just having a regular conversation. So a lot of it is going on in their head where they feel like there's something special they need to do when it comes to talking to a woman. So it's really nothing special. It's just that you're talking to a different person, and you have a specific or a different goal with this person. So if you want to have sex with a woman, and you, you, you say, okay, this girl looks cute. You know, I want to probably get to know her, take her on a date, have some sex or whatever, and then you actually put that Into motion. The thing is is that you can't let your mind stop you from doing that because you're starting to think of all the negative, you know, things that go, you know, go along with that. Like, oh, she might be mean, she might reject me, this might happen, or I'm going to feel a certain way. But if you just really go out there and do it, then you're going to get results. But it has to be like something that you're persistent at and something that you continuously do so you can get it. You, You can get used to it. The problem is most guys are not used to approaching women, talking to them and, you know, being sexual with women. Well, that's why they have a hard time.
2: Right, because I know that my friends, well, my associates, they're, they're the kind that will come out if they want it. They'll, they'll tell a woman they want it. They don't bite their tongue. And that's, that's how it is now. Nobody's not really like, uh, I
0: don't
2: know. It's <laughs> like, hey, if you want to do this tonight, <laughs> let's get yeah. it on and be down with it. Like, everybody just be realistic about it. So... um. So, basically, we all talked about the guys out there who have the insecurities on on their looks of sexual problems um and stuff but how do you how do you really feel about online dating
1: mm. um yeah, I think online dating is great i I definitely you know advocate for online dating. I think men should do it I think women should do it um you know it, but it for 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 guys it's kind of uh it's a little bit more difficult because on online dating women tend to be a little bit more picky. Um, than they would be, you know, in a, in a face-to-face situation. So, you know, if, if a guy knows how to, you know, do online dating right, it will it'll work perfectly for him. But for women, you know, online dating is great because women will get, you know, generally will get a, a, a good number of messages from guys. But I always tell women not to be too picky because a lot of women, they get a little bit too picky and then they miss out on, you know, actually getting with or seeing a, a guy that would be good for them, you know.
2: Right. Yeah, I do. Know. I do understand that. But you know, you get up in you get up in the forties, and you feel like it has all just went to an end. So, what actually changes as you get in your forties? Should anything? Should you do things differently than what you would have probably done when you're twenty? It's it's more flexible. Like you know, you got all the women when you're probably twenty, but when you
1: start mm-hmm. getting up there in your forties, like uh, I gotta see if I yeah. still got it. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, when you're, you know, when you're in your forties, you know, at that point, you know, you've 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 been, you know, you've been on the earth for forty years, and you've had certain experiences. So at that point, you got to really kind of narrow down at some point what you really want, you know, at that moment. So you can say, okay, well, you know, maybe you've been you've been married and you're divorced and you may, might not want to get married again. You might just want to, you know, find somebody to date. Or let's say if you haven't gotten married, you want to get married, you, so you say, okay, my goal is to try to find a husband or wife or whatever. So you've got to kind of just at that point pinpoint what you are trying to do, what you're trying to do. But also there are, you know, um, like even like online sites or even they have like group meetup groups. There's this website called meetup.com where they have people who have like speed dating events and all these other stuff for people who are in their forties if they're trying to find someone their you know, their age or whatever like that. So, you know, it's 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 never like a, a like there's no age limit on, you know, trying to date. People think like once you get older, you know, you have to get married or you have to do that. You never have to do anything. You know, you just figure out what exactly you want to do and then find people who want to do those things with you and then that's when you have good relationships. So that's how that's how it goes really.
2: And and now with the way times are changing, well, it's always been like this. Older are dating younger now. Right. And women, nobody's dating their age.
0: Right.
2: (laughs) I don't have a problem with online dating either because it's the same way. Either you're going to get a psychotic person or not, and they could be psychotic in person, so it works either way. Right, Exactly. As well, I always mention when I talk about online dating on most of my previous shows, just be careful. Make sure you right. do. Talk, make sure you do your homework and and look into it because I think now they have these sites where you can do background checks. So try to get as much information as possible about this person because a woman said she went on, she was on Katie Couric show and she went on Match.com. I think she met a guy, come to find out he was terrible. He was a stalker. She had to get a police report. So you just have to be right. careful when you get in. Into- Things like that, because it is right.
1: scary. <laughs> That's true, you no. know. And, 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 the, and the thing I always tell people about that, real quick, is that you, you know, when you're dating online, it's good to, it's good to like meet the first time like with something small, like let's say you go out for coffee or drink nothing for like an hour, so you can kind of get a feel. With this person and, and probably do that for, like, the first, like, two, maybe three dates so you can kind of get a good feel because, you know, around that time, then you can kind of see the the character of the person. You know what I'm saying? And that goes just for anything, like, you know, for any type of dating. You know, if you want to really figure out, like, who this person is or whatever, just go on a couple dates with them. That's the point of dates to kind of, like, get to know that person and try to kind of see where their their head is at and what they're about. And then you can make an, you know, informed decision. Now, it's like there's never going to be 100% because some people are very good at acting like they're, you know, <laughs> like they're sane. But most times you're going to, you know, nine times out of ten, if the person seems cool after, like, the second or third date, most likely they will be, you know what I mean? But you can kind of see if someone has, like, some crazy in them or whatever at that point. So if you see that or you, you, you notice those red flags, then it's kind of, you can kind of say, okay, let me kind of stop seeing this person, you know? Right. Now,
2: we all been through it. We get into these new relationships we don't know how to really mm, keep it all together sometimes. But when you're starting a new relationship, Mr. Macario, when should you have sex? Should you – because I, I previously, I know before I even got married, you know, maybe probably that one time on the first day. Or some yeah. time you keep so I don't know. That's the main question. How long should you go before you even have sex with that person?
1: Um, and Well, the, the thing is, a lot of people think you have to wait, you know, like three dates or a month or whatever, or, nine, you know, they have the 90-day rule or whatever. The thing with sex is, is that, you know, the thing, the thing with sex is that there technically is no time limit. If you meet somebody and you want to have sex on the first date, that's cool. If you want to wait, if y'all want to wait until three weeks from now, whatever, it's really depending on the person. So the thing is, is that I always tell people, you know, you have to be authentic, with yourself and not and not just have because a lot of times people they feel like they need to wait to have sex because they put this value on it or you know they feel like it's devaluing them if they do it so you know some women some women might say well I don't want him to think that I'm you know this way or that way if I have sex with them even though they might want to have sex with him that night or a guy might want to have sex with a girl you know that night and he might say well I don't want, you know, if I have sex with her, I might look at her a certain way and all this other nonsense. So the thing is is that a person needs to be authentic with themselves, meaning they need to be honest with themselves and say, hey, you know, I'm with this person, they're with me, the vibe is going good, and these things are happening naturally, so if you want to do it, we can do it. We've grown people. But the thing is, is that people put too many stipulations on what the sex actually means at a certain time and they feel like it's more valuable if they wait or if they do it quick it's less valuable and all that it was really nonsense you know like with um with myself and my wife for example you know we we had sex like i think on the, the second time we met and we've been together for eight years now <laughs> you know what i mean so it's not it, it's all about the connection with those two people and when they feel like it's right for them to do it so there's no like specific time that's better or worse a lot of people think that waiting um, technically makes it better, which is false. You know what I mean? Or they think if you do it too quick, that's a bad thing, which is false. It all depends on the two people, the interaction, and how they feel about each other in that in that moment.
2: Right. And yeah. like you said, it doesn't really matter because, I mean, I didn't take too long to probably interact with my husband. We've been married for nine years, so it all depends on you because it's always a double standard with a guy and
0: Right, women.
2: right, right. And the totally different from us. We go and sleep with so many guys, maybe five guys, and then we are, and we're a whore. Guys right, go, oh, right. Yeah, he'll, 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 you know, then everybody's graduating. Yeah, you yeah, a player. What's going on? <laughs> I do That kills me. That does. I've been like, how you going? You congratulate him and help He's just the biggest whore of them all. Because that's why right. I told my husband. When he told me something, I was like, hmm, you a whore too." <laughs> 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 I don't well, like that, but this, this, we are grown people on this show, so I'm gonna speak what I got to say. I told right. him, you, you, you like a little slut too. I mean, because we always be putting that category. Why well, man can't be put in a category? That's what I don't understand.
1: Right, right. <laughs> well, you know what it is too is that you know uh, a lot of it has to do with. I think the you know the fact that men have to look, work a little bit harder to get sex, that's why guys kind of get props. They're like, oh yeah, you're the man because you got you know you got it. So, but for women, women can get sex easily. So it's kind of like they look at it like, oh well, you know you know you can get sex. So why are you having sex with all these guys? But to me, I feel like you know if you're you're a grown woman, do what you want to do. Just be safe. You know, if you enjoy sex, you should enjoy sex. You know what I mean? So I don't and I don't feel like people should name calling. I think that in, within itself messes up a lot of relationships and a lot of interactions that men and women have because all this judgment on what this person is doing or what that other person is doing and shaming people into feeling like, well, you know, you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. And and I think that, you know, it kind of messes up relationships because a person, two people could be together and they might be feeling a certain, they might be feeling sexual attraction to each other and then, you know, they both want to have sex with each other but then the girl is like, well, I shouldn't because I don't want him to think a certain way and then, but he wants to do it but now he's not going to be able to do it because of all this other nonsense going on and then are missing out on that connection, which can lead to them actually wanting to continue to see each other and everything like that. So it kind of messes up the natural process of things when people are always putting this, uh, you know, these these societal, uh, you know, like pressures on men and women when it comes to sex and sexuality.
2: Right. And it is, it's very hard, but like you said, you want to do it, get on out there, but make sure that you practice, say, check, if you're going to, if you're going to have any partners, just practice that because I have girlfriends who who do it all the time and each to their own. Just do what you right. do and do it correctly.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Besides, okay. this,
2: now, now I would like to talk more about your book, especially the Magnificent Ten Crucial Dating Tips for Men. What are they gonna really find in that book besides just dating tips?
1: Right. Um. Yeah. So basically, that that book, you know. It's it's a couple of, it's, a type, it's 10 tips actually for guys that, you know, when they're dating and when they're, you know, interacting with women. And I talk about, you know, how guys should date a, date a lot of women at one time. I talk about why a man shouldn't. Um, Be friends, you know, with a woman (laughs) I was talking about And I'm talking about like, you know, why first dates Should be cheap, you know, it's a lot of different Things in there that kind of just gives Men, you know, a a couple of tips That will help them while they're Dating and things that they should keep in mind When they're, you know, going out and talking To women
2: Okay And you know what? I do like That, it's hard for guys And women to be friends Unless Unless he a two to fruity, but
0: yeah, right.
2: not. <laughs> well, no, it really is, because usually it's always going to lead to a cake.
0: Right, I mean, exactly. Gonna,
2: I mean, if you really chalk it up, it's just going to lead to that future booty call. Right. Oh, That's <laughs> the <laughs> And most them don't want to admit it, but you know if he's calling you, now you know if he's calling you at a certain time in the morning, you know, you know what it is. You're going feel like look, if you make them wait, as true as that sounds, they're more likely to take things more seriously. And probably want to make notes about you that don't include the words booty and or call or whore or whatever, you know, if you kind of make them wait. But, well, I don't know about the 90-day rule, you know, but waiting three, waiting three months. <laughs> uh,
1: like. See, that, that's the, I'm telling you, that stuff never works. That's the thing. I always tell them is that 90-day rule stuff, it does not work. I actually had a, a friend. Who was dating a girl and she was doing that, and you know he waited the ninety days, but while he was waiting, he was having sex with other girls, and then on the ninety-first day, he had sex with her, and then he stopped calling her after that. You know, what I'm saying? so it, it doesn't matter. A guy, guy will wait. He'll wait the ninety days, and and then and then dump you on the ninety-first. So
2: it be doesn't really. <laughs> It's a woman who I don't have to wait on, so right, I
0: exactly.
2: Here get my cookies, and I looked, and I, excuse me, because I know you, you said you married, right?
0: Yeah.
2: I looked at your picture, I was like, now Mr. Licario, now look at his picture, and I know I'm married. I was like, I ain't no, there is no way that a woman would be waiting 90 days with him, be like bump, behind a it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, John I ain't no on know the only day rules right now. You, you can say Harvard however if you want to, but I don't know if we can ask How long we're gonna be out of here. <laughs> We're gonna take a short commercial break and we're gonna come back with Mr. Cario and get more into the game tips and to help you guys out there who just really desperately just just need the intervention. So don't touch that down. We'll be right back after this. Okay, well, we're back on the air. It looks like my service trying to reconnect, so I thought I was gonna do commercials, but obviously not. That's the one thing about computers and technology: things just go up and down. But um, now, with your, <laughs> we're back with Mister Lucario. He's our nationally known relationship advisor, and he just he tell he tell like it is. He he schools you. He's gonna let you know the game in and out. And I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. But with your other books you have out, it's your fault you're single. Now, yeah. okay, is that really true? If somebody's really, if they're single, it's their fault. Because I mean, it might not it, be their fault. It could be, it could be the other person. But sometimes yeah, we'll. I will that, talk, <laughs> if you own that, some people set their standards too high, though. Yeah. We want
0: to
1: be, well, well, you want a holiday, and you know you're not gonna get a holiday. <laughs> well that well that book that book it's that book it's your fault, you're single it's it's actually for women so it's it's called it's your fault, oh. you're single tips on finding' the right yeah so it's it's that book is like specifically um for the women 'cause guy you know guys know it's their fault if they're single, but a lot of
0: women
1: <laughs> a lot of women don't know that it's their fault, so like basically the book is trying to tell women that they have the power to make their relationship or get the type of relationship they want. So the thing is a lot of times, you know, in society, women have been taught that they have to be passive, you know, through this whole dating situation. And also, too, that, you know, even even when women are choosing men, a lot of times women will choose the wrong type of guy over and over again. You know, so it's kind of teaching women like, okay, what type of guys you should be, you know, the best guys that you should be choosing, you know, understanding how to take responsibility for your relationships and, you know, responsibility for your whole dating life. So a lot of times when you're when you're single, it's sometimes because it's things that the woman is specifically doing to kind of mess up her chances to find the, the right guy or to get with a, a guy that would be good for her. So sometimes a lot of, you know, women will get into situations where there's a, a good number of guys who will be good guys that want to date her, but she just won't, you know, talk to them, won't give them the time of day. You know, some women, because of insecurity issues, they they end up getting with the guy who's the quote-unquote bad guy or the the jerk or whatever and continuously get into that cycle. And when they get a good guy, they kind of subconsciously mess it up because they don't feel like they deserve a good guy. So it's like a lot of things that they're doing, you know, within themselves or feeling within themselves and then making that come out in the relationships that are ruining their relationships. You see what I'm saying? So this is why it's, it's titled It's Your Fault You're Single because it's telling you that, you know, the, the reason why you're single in most cases is because there's a lot of things that you're doing to mess up the interactions that you're having with these guys. So that's, right. how, that's how that goes. <laughs> oh Well, he
2: shut me down because I thought that was just for the uh... – I thought it was for the man, but you said me oh, no, that's for the ladies. We the one who got the
0: problem. <laughs> <But she laughs> right,
2: so. You mom do live in this superficial world. They want right. all this. All this guy, I want. I want this tag. He got to make this type of money. Okay, we're getting into what you actually want. But what about the characteristics? Do you want him to be kind. You want him to be loving. Do you, do you want him to be respectful to you and your mother. You know, you got to look more into it. You got to be genuine. you got to keep it... We just have to keep it all the way real because you're not going to get... You're not going to get a 20-year-old Denzel Washington. (laughs) So you have to get it out of your mind. You have to keep your options open. Some are just... Some are... Some women just want to be high-maintenance. And that's what gets me. Some women want to be high-maintenance. And no, they don't even look high-maintenance. You'd be like, really? Right, right. (laughs) You want a 50 You want a $100 bill, but you... But well, actually, when you look at yourself looking like a two dollar bill, you can't. <laughs> right, you that is true. Failure, and some women do. They do. It's a personal failure because you you're not. I, I guess it's just like the law. Of, it's just like law of attraction. Mm-hmm. You, know, you ask yourself, but you're, you're sabotaging yourself. Just the same way right. we, you want money, you want money, but at the same time you're still hollering, "Oh, I'm broke." Well, right. You know, of money. If you keep saying that I'm broke and out, it's not gonna work. It's negative and positive don't work together.
1: Not nah. right. And so, the truth is, like if you if you want the best, you got you got to be the best yourself. Because whatever okay. whatever that best is that you're trying to attract also wants the best. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's how, that's how that goes. And and that's really so true. I agree with you all the way. Now
2: you know when you get in these relationships, sometimes asking the wrong questions can ruin your chances. When you Probably going out on your first date, so what should a man never really ask a woman he likes, and vice versa for a woman?
1: Um, well, the thing is, you know, with, with with when you're on dates and you're talking and you're asking questions and you're you know getting to know people, um, it's it's good to it's good to you know kind of be um like honest and authentic with what you're asking, like if you actually want to know certain things. The the thing I always try to tell people to uh to stay away from on, like, first dates is, like, heavy conversations about, you know, like, religion or politics and stuff. Like, you could talk about that if you want, if the vibe is cool or whatever, but a lot of times those are, like, super, uh, you know, sensitive subjects at the point when you don't want to get into that zone where it's, like, you know, you guys are debating each other, you know what I mean? Because when you're on a, on a date, it's kind of like, you you know you want to you you want to get to know the person, but you don't want it to you you don't want it to turn out to be something where it's kind of like you guys are are like almost fighting with each other at that point. So I kind of say keep it light and keep it fun. You know what I mean. And if a person like if, if a person has like serious religious values and you don't have that, then most likely. That won't work So it's kind of good To know that beforehand If it's like something Like super serious But other than that You just keep the questions light And keep the conversation light And just you know For men and women it, Either way It's like Kind of keep the conversation fun So you can Have that positive interaction With the person While you're dating You know what I'm saying Because when you're on a date It's supposed to be fun You don't want it to be like Oh I'm you know On this interview And it's real serious And it's like you know You, you want to have that fun vibe So just keep it light And keep it fun And and I think that'll work out for, of, you know, men and women.
2: Okay. Well, I get, I get that. We get on the first date, keep it keep it just simple, and maybe right. a second, two or three, four dates later on, okay. I might want to know if you got a baby mama. If, if, right, right. You, you, you got kids back home, I, I want to know. What candy song was, I want to know. If you got kids home, I want to know. See, I, I want to know about that stuff. I don't want to be and this woman coming up on me hit me in my eye, or this man hit me in my eye because you haven't told me that you' still married or anything you know right
1: right <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's why that's why, and that's why I, I you know I advocate for people to be honest because the thing is that you know what most people don't realize is that the the energy that you bring that you put forth or you put out you're gonna get usually that energy reciprocated back to you. So if you're saying, if you're talking to somebody, you're on a date, and they see that you're very open and honest, it makes them feel comfortable with you to also be open and honest. So it's kind of like if you, let's say you told someone an, an embarrassing story about that happened to you one day while you're, you know, you're on your date or whatever, then they will feel okay to tell you an embarrassing story because you just told it. So the thing is is that when you want, the, if you want someone to be honest, you have to also be honest yourself. You see what I'm saying? Because then you're, you're putting that honest energy out there. You're saying this is a safe space for us to be honest. You see, you see what I mean? Because a lot of times when people are on dates, they're so nervous. They're, you know, they, they're, they're so busy on trying to make a good impression and, you know, and, and all this other stuff. So it's like if you're just relaxing, you're having fun, you're being honest, then you get a little bit more out of the interactions that you're, you know, having with the people that you're dating.
2: Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now, um, what, what what feedback have you received from women who have listened to your shows before? Because I know that you do your own show, or maybe even read your book. Do they feel violated? Because I would. I think this is great tips for women
1: to even learn. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, the the thing is, a lot of a lot of women, there's a lot of women who who don't like the advice that I talk about because a lot of the advice that I, I get for women, you know. Um, it's 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 basically about the women working on themselves, and a lot of books for women about dating and relationships kind of say, well, you know, there's nothing you need to do; you just need to make sure that you manipulate the guy to do whatever you feel like you want to happen. And that's not how you know that's not how you're going to have a good relationship, you know. So the thing is is that there are some women that listen to my stuff that they take heed to it because they they're like, you know, I'm tired of all the the you know, the, the, the men that I'm dealing with and the men that I'm, you know, I'm attracting the wrong guys. So then they say, okay, let me get to the real nitty-gritty about what's really going on, and that's what I put out there. But then there's also a lot of women who are so, you know, um consumed or conditioned by the media and, the, like, stuff like the 90-day rule and stuff like, well, you know, the, they have this other book called The Rules, which is, I think, the most, worst book, the worst book ever on dating for women because it's like a whole bunch of manipulation tactics to get a guy to marry you and a lot of that stuff really doesn't work, you know, so, so I always tell women, you know, they have to understand the game and understand themselves so they understand, you know, how men operate, how men think and also, and also as a woman understand themselves and, and what that means is understanding exactly what you want. You have to really work on understanding what you want because once you know that, it's going to be easier for you to attract the guy that you you want, when you know what you want. When you don't know what you want, it's going to be hard for you to attract what you want because you don't know what you want. You don't know where you're going. It's like going to the supermarket without the grocery list, and then I'm expecting you to get exactly what I want. You know, you're like, what's the list? I don't know. Get it. And then you come back, and you're like, well, I didn't want this. I don't want that. I don't want that. So then it gets confusing. You know what I'm saying? So it's a combination of women understanding themselves and understanding the dating game and, you know, understanding how men operate and think and act.
2: Right, and that's the only way they're gonna be on top of the game. You got to pay attention to how a man thinks. It's, right. It's so it's it's a woman's world, but still the man is always on top of everything. So you got if you want to be in this if you want to be in this league, you got you got to know how to play it right, and that's all right. there
0: is to it. Right. Because right. it is
2: man play the game every day. Some of them don't play it right though. Especially right. If, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to me, women—they always say that when it comes to cheating or anything else, you know, we women have the tendency to be better.
1: Not
0: mm-hmm. bragging about it, right? <laughs> it's it's well,
1: you know, it's, you know, it is—it's you said you said women uh, do do the cheating better, right? Yeah, you, you know, and yeah, I, you mean, know, I think you know, I think that is is because men men know. typically don't expect y'all to cheat. You know what I'm saying? Like we just don't. We're, We're like, because like, it's easy, like, you know. <laughs> so
2: that's I how that goes. I got her, yeah. I got her. No, actually, Tom over here got her. But <laughs> if you want to think that you got her, then you go right ahead. I don't know. I think we just got a better macular system because we, we keep it hush-hush. You don't even know that mm-hmm. you dealing with the other guys until right. her phone <laughs> rings. Yeah. My, my cousin. My cousin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My kids on the phone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, right. you know, I was a guest on one day, and we were talking about why man actually cheated. And he was coming up with the reasons, you know, because of DNA. And mm-hmm. it just, that's why I said earlier, I didn't want any fist fights on my show with any callers calling in, because it, it turned into a big blowout. The guys just went overboard, and I I let it go on until everybody just mostly hung up. And I was like, oh, okay, all then. So, that's he went on, he was like, "Well, you know, DNA," and the other guy was like, "No, you are a fool," and he was like, "You a virgin and, and they just fall <laughs> back. And, and then it kind of, I'm not gonna lie, like, I like the guy, but of course, but it was just that he did sound like he was. He had a lot, a lot of ego, because he was like, "I got a wife. I cheated on her. I had six hundred scores, And it's like, wow. And
0: he was like. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he was like, I had twelve hundred women, and it was like, okay. But at the same time, your wife is putting up with this, and you're standing for DNA, and which I don't think that's so true because if that's the case, then every man would be out here doing it. And that's basically what he was saying. If you're a good guy, regardless, you're going to end up eventually cheating. So, what do you think on it, Mr. Lucario? Because I think that's
1: a bunch of crap. I don't. Well, so. well, <laughs> well. See, the thing you know, it's 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 interesting because the thing with cheating. Right, for when it comes to, to to guys, you know, generally the thing is, is that it's partly like the like the biological thing, kind of like what you're saying with you know, it's in our DNA because we're we're programmed to spread our seed. That's just how you know we're programmed, right? But also, you got to understand is that with marriage or you know monogamy, like let's say we're in a monogamous relationship, monogamy within itself. Um, is it's a type of relationship, but it's it's not necessarily um the only type of relationship so you have over relationships you have people that do all this other stuff so it's it 's still sort of like a social construct the the you know being monogamous so with that being said, you know when you're when you don't cheat on your woman you're only making a choice not to cheat so it's not necessarily like you're not cheating because you have no desire or it's, 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 you know, it just never crossed your mind or it's not a natural thing or whatever, but, it, you know what I mean, it, it, it's basically you're just, not, you're just making a choice not to cheat. So a lot of times when guys also cheat, it's, it's because of, like, you know, like you are saying with the biological thing, but also, you know, guys just want the feel of new vagina. That's really what it is. And, it's not, and a lot of times, right, but a lot of times it has nothing to do with his woman. A lot of times women think, well, he's cheating on me because I'm doing something wrong. You could be, you could be the perfect woman, you know, the quote-unquote purple. You could be the, the, you know, really, like, beautiful, you know, the sex is great, you cook, you're clean. Everything is just what? perfect, and he'll still cheat on you. You see what I'm saying? So, right. So if a guy doesn't cheat on you, all he's doing is he's either making a choice not to cheat on you or he doesn't have the option to cheat on you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So those those are really just the, 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 usually the two things. He's making the choice not to, or he doesn't have the option to. So A lot of times, guys, they'll say, "Well, I never cheated on my woman, or I will never cheat on my woman," because they have they've never had the option to. So they've never been presented with the option to cheat, so if they, if, but if they were presented with the option to cheat and they didn't cheat, it's just because they chose not to. But a lot of times, guys, they'll say, I'll never cheat on my wife, I'll never do that, but that's only because they haven't been in the situation or presented the option. So the thing is that they they don't even know what they will do once the the option has been presented. So there there might be a time where you have a guy right now at this very moment saying, yeah, I never cheated on my wife, he's listening to this program, I would never do that, I would never do that, and then two months later, he's like somewhere off at an event and some lady starts talking to him and they're getting in a conversation and she starts getting all touchy-feely with him. And then now he's like, okay, well, you know, he's second-guessing it. Now he's like, okay, I want to do this because he's in the situation now. So a lot of times, you know, it's really about just that guy um, and his feelings of him wanting to do that. And it doesn't necessarily reflect on the woman. And I think I want to make that clear to a lot of women is that, you know, I know it's not like a thing like, oh, well, it's okay, but – it's, it's a lot of times it has nothing to do with the other woman, the, the, his wife or his girlfriend. A lot of times when guys cheat, it's just something that they, you know, it, it's not reflective on anything bad in their relationship. And the reason why women think that it is is because in most cases when women cheat, it's because it's reflective of something bad in their relationship. They feel like they're not being paid attention to a lot. They feel like they're not, you know, something's wrong in a relationship. You see what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Right. Okay. I do. I guess that kind of makes us feel more comfortable now instead of yeah. when it came on. I do six hundred women. It's like really, and
0: you're yeah, your that's, that's a, a lot. Right? <laughs>
2: and so I, I said, oh, so you don't have an open relationship? He's like, no, I just cheat. Oh, okay.
1: Right.
0: He, and see, that's okay. the thing.
1: I don't. I, and you know, I don't even. I don't even really advocate for it, I think that if you want to. You know, if you want to go out and, you know, see other women, if you have a woman, just be honest with your woman. Say, hey, listen, you know, I, you know, I love you. I want to be with you. But I might want to, you know, do something here and there time to time so that at least she's making an informed decision so she knows that you're, you know, you know doing that. Because when you cheat, cheating is still deception. You're, still, you're, you're telling your woman, no, nah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's just me and you, girl, and then you're going to go out and do all this other stuff. You know, which is which is not really that cool. You know what I'm
2: saying? Give her, give her the option whether she want to go ahead and get her hot boiling hot water and grit, and right. with, like, <laughs> if she to them on you, don't give her that. Op- <laughs> give her the option. Right? Ahead,
0: you know, it's
2: like it's, look. I would I would love to see that happen. Well, I have what well, it has happened in my relationship, but. Just to be open about it, like just come up and you'll say, Oh look, um well I know we married, but um this is what I'm gonna do. Oh,
0: okay. All right, we'll be on
2: Fox which new station you want? C B S forty 40- six or Fox Because or ABC. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> but he he took it too far. We would just and I did was like okay, now you, you kinda walking around like you the man with big balls, but you and you bragging about it and everything, but now that you're breaking it down more simply, it's not saying that a man wants to cheat on you. It's just something that he might end up doing. So, okay, I, I do understand it, it, and you made it more simple than just, a, oh, yeah, I'm doing 600 women, and this is what I'm going to do, and you're going to respect it. And it's like, no, I don't right. want to respect it. I'm not right. going to accept gotta, you, that. Right, because
1: cause, cause the thing is you got to give a person a chance to make an informed decision based off of who you are. You know, and that goes across the board. It's kind of like, it's kinda like if, if a guy was dating a woman who was really not a woman, but it was like a tranny or something, you would want that, you know, person to say, hey, listen, I'm not really a girl, so I'm just letting you know, so it, do you still want to see me? You understand? You, don't, you wouldn't want them to, like, keep it a secret or a lie and pretend to be a girl, and then now you're in a relationship, you know, and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I, I say it's always it's good to be upfront and honest about what you're about and, what you know, the things that you're, you're doing so that other person can say, okay, I'm either down for it or I'm not down for it. You know what I mean?
2: Right.
0: Be on
1: air and be
2: like, what? You tell exactly. Me too- oh, we're going-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I would going to take it and get you cheating on me before I take that one <laughs> as a man. Bitch, you- right. <laughs> that's just <that's> not right. <laughs>
0: this
2: is a car, that's just not right at all. That's so wrong. <laughs>
0: Right.
2: <laughs> hey man, I got guess what? I got balls too like you.
1: <laughs> exactly. You mad as show you on. Oh man.
2: Boy, that that's a hurt feeling right there, but uh Mr. Nakara, what um now this would this is probably another question most guys wanna know. How does a guy get a girl who's already in a
1: relationship? How does it get a girl who's already in a relationship? Is that the question? Yes, sir. Well, you know, I, I would say don't even bother to get, try to get a girl who's in a relationship because it's but you know it's, it's it, yeah it's like you don't want to really deal with all that because the guy who she's with might you know be crazy or he might you know be this crazy jealous type because the thing is you know if a girl is in a relationship and she and you know and you want her if she wants you. It, you know, she'll let it be known, you know what I mean? So she'll choose you. She'll let you know, like, you know, she'll flirt with you, trying to do the other stuff or whatever. But if she's in that relationship, you know, I wouldn't say to, to really try to, like, quote, unquote, take her out that relationship or try to get her. You know, I would say, hey, listen, you know, if you – you know, you could probably in certain cases – just have sex with her once. Like, let's say I remember I met a girl who I was like out of town and I met this girl. She was in a relationship and I was only there for one night. So I'm like, okay, well we could do this real quick and I'm a bounce. You know what I'm saying? But if you're trying to get into a full fledged relationship with a girl who's in another relationship with a dude, you know, it's kind of like, it's, you're you're asking for too much trouble. So I say just stick with the woman, you know, who is single you know, and try to go for that. Or if that girl's in a relationship, wait till she's done dealing with all the other stuff. And then, if you want to get into something, you know, serious with her, or you want to continue seeing her, make sure it, she's not tied to anybody seriously. You know what I mean? Because that that, that kind of gets it, it, it gets too messy. And, and not saying that all the time it will, but you don't want to get into that situation where it could. And there's a lot of guys out there who are very sensitive. You don't you don't want some dude stalking you and showing up at your job talking about oh you, I seen you with my girl and you know what I mean like you don't want that to happen.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I know I went through that situation. I wasn't <laughs> even married to the guy. We were just high school lovers out in high school and we still dated. And that's what he did because I was working for um, Checkers and the guy was like, um, <laughs> "Your boy sliced my tires." <laughs> I was oh like, my god! Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking like I'm not making that much money. So what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. cause there's nothing I really can not do. He was like, with the money, and I'm looking like uh, I don't think so. You knew, you knew this situation before you got into it. So I'm not paying for nothing. So it kind of ended up like that. I left, um, left the job he left and everything. But yeah, things like that can happen in that situation when you thinking that you been sliggard. If you want the woman. We better make sure that she's leaving the other person, because if not, you're right. gonna probably have flat tires, and we don't want right. that. <laughs> right. But um, get your website and everything, and um, or or any information about any more books coming out.
1: Right. Um. Yeah. Definitely. You can. You, everybody can hit me up at uh, mrlocario.com. dot com. That's M R l o c a r i o dot com and you can get my um free ebooks there you could just sign up for my email list you can get my free ebooks and for the ladies you can get my free audio program i have an audio program called seven highly effective steps to find and keep in a man and for the guys you can get my magnificent ten Crucial dating tips for men ebook for free just sign up to the list and also i have a seminar coming out on the 31st called Manhood in the Game, so if you guys want to come to that, you can come to that and learn some games, and yeah, definitely just check out my website, MrLocario.com, and also my blog site, MrLocarioTV.com, and I also have another site called com where we do blogs about dating relationships and stuff like that, yeah, <laughs> that's it.
2: Well, Mr. Locario, I do really appreciate you for coming on the show, and ladies, um, as we said in the beginning, Mr. Locario is taken, so no y'all can still,
1: you can still, you know, you can still send me some, some information if you cute.
0: Look
2: at
1: me in the I got on my own
2: Oh man! It's a talking to you. I really do thank you for coming up to my show today. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You have a good day.
2: You too. You have a blessed when You and your wife. Thank you. All
1: right. Take care. All
2: right. Well, everyone, it's been a pleasure. I thank you for tuning in today. Even, even when we have a bad side of it all, it always turns out to be so bright. But I will see you freshly Monday at noon. You stay blessed and take care.